Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development, such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome Welcome to to Self-Love Sit-Downs. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. Kelsey and Armando here with you. Thanks for tuning in today. We are discussing today, revisiting our goals that we possibly set at the beginning of the year. If you listen to our episode back in January about goal setting, this is a perfect opportunity to give you new ideas to rekindle that fire that you had at the beginning of the year, just because so much has happened this year. And it's been a kind of, it's been a difficult year for not just us, but the world with all this COVID stuff. But we're going to pump you back up, get you back on track with your goals, because you may feel like you derailed your goals because of COVID, but that doesn't mean that you have to give up on them completely. So we're going to give you some ideas on how to get back on top of it and still achieve your goals. Yeah, so if you haven't listened to episode number two, Five Steps to Effective Goal Setting, go back and take a listen because there's a lot of really good information in that episode. We don't want to kind of, you know, just do the same thing here. So we came up with some new content for you, but that episode has a lot of valuable information for you. So if you haven't listened to that one, again, episode two, Five Steps to Effective Goal Setting. But Like Armando said, we're going to just give you some kind of ways to realign with your goals again. This year has been nuts. It's been a rough year. It's been a really rough year. And myself included, looking at our our goals and everything, we have them hung on our wall in our bedroom. This was just probably a month or so ago. I literally sat on our bed and was crying about our goals, about my goals. And Armando had to pump me up. Because I was feeling overwhelmed, honestly. For myself, once again, I have set too many goals for myself. And maybe you're one of those people that, you know, we have all these goals in our minds. We, ha- we want to achieve so much and we want to get it all. And, and a lot of times we want it right now. Yeah. And that's the, like, probably the number one cause to not do any of it. Exactly. And I've been working towards a lot of them. And we're very much so on pace for a lot of our goals, which actually was nice to sit down and reevaluate together where we stood on those because I was looking at them and seeing the negative, like, oh my gosh, I haven't even worked on that. I don't think I'm that close to this one. And we sat down and discussed them and it was like, actually, okay, we're further along than we thought we were. So that was actually reassuring. So maybe that's something that you need to do with your goals. Go back, take a look at your goals that you set and say, hey, where do I stand with all of these? Maybe you're further along. Maybe you're not further along. So maybe you need to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to focus on maybe just this goal for the rest of the year, whatever it may be. I actually, another thing too that I want to bring up is maybe you're somebody who hasn't set a goal yet. And so again, go back and listen to that episode. But also I had a conversation with a client the other night and she had told me before coming to me, she had never set a goal before. And I was like, wow, you know, and as somebody who's very goal oriented, I'm an achiever. I'm a, like, I'm a three on the Enneagram. And so for me, that's where I find my success is like winning, achieving, doing things, you know, people showing appreciation, all of that. And so 
for me, it was like a, what, you've never set a goal before? But that that can be very normal. It's very normal, yes. You know, and so maybe that's you. And so there is no better time. What's the saying about the tree? The best time to plant a tree was 50 years ago or right now. So maybe that you've never done it. Maybe you've never considered like, what do I really want? Now is the time. It's not too late. It is never too late to make goals and fight for those goals. And it may be something you may feel like it's freaking ridiculous, the smallest thing, but that's still a goal. And you're going to build confidence from that. You're going to be damn proud of yourself for seeing something through. And I promise you, you'll get addicted to that feeling. And Go ahead, say, it's, it's a dopamine hit. It is. It's a and dopamine hit in your mind and, and it's just, it releases in your brain and it's like, you feel like a, a sense of highness. It's a sense of like, I did this, I've accomplished this. And that, when you get that hit, you want to get that more often. When you achieve that for yourself, you get that, you reach that goal. Then you set another goal and you hit that goal. You, it's you that constant hit, that constant high that you're wanting more and more and more. And that's what sets many people apart is they, they achieve those small goals and they get to those bigger goals that they've set in life. And that's what her and I, the discussion we had was, I was like, okay, now I'm going to give you homework. Now that you've told me this, I'm giving you homework. I want you to sit down and I want you to think of goals in these different categories. I told her family, faith, fitness, and finance. Obviously, I already know her her fitness, fitness one because I'm her coach. But I was like, I want you to look at all those other areas and we're going to discuss this. And we actually have a Zoom call tomorrow night and we're going to dive into this and we're going to do something very similar about like what we're going to talk about with you now. And so if that's you, I challenge you to sit down and maybe all four of those categories is overwhelming for you. So maybe you just do it in one. But that's that's a great start. The, the hardest thing is starting. So start. And this is going to be a great episode to help you have a good starting point. So the first one, when we look at a goal, we want to look at, okay, and maybe if you're reevaluating, you're looking at this goal as, okay, what do I need to, what skills or what qualities do I need to achieve this goal? And I'll give you an example. If you're wanting to buy a house, this is a very common one with my followers. This is in my Facebook community. They have asked me to talk on this topic as well as I've had conversations. We've actually helped coach a few people financially, um, specifically to myself on people wanting to buy homes. So this is a hot topic. So I feel like this is a good example. If you're wanting to buy a house, that goal seems overwhelming it seems like, oh my gosh, I have to, like, how much of a down payment do I need? Like, where's my credit need to be? How much money do I need to be making? It just seems really overwhelming. So what skills do you need or what what are the steps that are going to get you there? So what knowledge do I need to get there? So you may think, okay, I need to have a better understanding of what it takes to build my credit. So you might talk to a friend who works in finances and pick their brain about finances. Maybe you just need to have a little bit better understanding of finances. Okay, cool. So I'm going to work on that skill. 
What other skills? I'm going to work on my accountability to saying no to spending unnecessary money. So these are things that you need to figure out what skills do I need to reach this goal? I'll give you an example because fitness goals are the, one of the top New Year's resolutions. I think always resolutions. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a big one in New Year's, but it's even, but it's always happening every year. Everybody's always wanting to work out. I'll start Monday. I'll start Monday. So. Yeah. And so I need to work on consistency, right? Because a lot of us start it, but never see it through. So I need to work on my consistency. I need to grow my mental strength. I need to work on creating good habits. I need to work on all of these things that are going to actually help me get closer to that goal of losing weight. So what skills do you need, again, for the larger goal? Really breaking it down, okay? Anything to add on that? So I think a lot of times what will happen is we'll set those goals and they're really lofty. They're really big goals. And, but we've not, what you're explaining is you, we've not created that roadmap on what, how we're going to achieve those goals. Um, so always wanting to grow yourself because growing yourself is going to help you achieve those goals, whether it's financially, whether it's uh, emotionally, whether it's in a relationship or it's, it's fitness. It's when you grow yourself and you set that clear roadmap, you will achieve your goals. For majority goals, you're going to need a lot of discipline, working on your discipline for pretty much any goals, because a lot of times we give up. And to be honest, when we don't want to do something and we do it, that's where that's where real growth happens. That's where you're really pushing through and saying, okay, my why is stronger than my excuses. And this is a big conversation that I have to have a lot with clients is, Go back to your why. Why are you doing this? Why is this time going to be different? You need to believe it. And so really working on yourself, really honestly, at the bottom of any goal, no matter what category it falls in, you need to work on yourself. You need to work on mental health, on, you know, it all boils down to believing in yourself having a why that's bigger than your excuses, and then creating a good game plan. And this is kind of the game plan portion, but a lot of it really is key on how you feel in like all the shit going on in your head. That has to be figured out before you're going to really achieve any goals. You have to believe that you're going to achieve it. Yeah. And then just going back also, when you so for those of you that set those goals at the beginning of the year and you were like i'm going to achieve this i'm going to buy my house i'm going to make that money this year i'm going to achieve those fitness goals and then all of a sudden covid hit and many of you might have just thrown up the town be like well the gyms are closed i'm not working now and i can't make that money to buy the house a lot of us probably feel that same way which is is normal but we need to learn to look at the situation and say okay Either either one, you can give up on your goals and just throw in the towel and just say, fuck it. Or you can realign your goals and say, okay, my plan was to buy a house at the end of this year. Maybe it's not going to be at the end of this year. My goal is still there. Maybe I'm going to have to push it out till January or maybe like February, March of next year. Push your goals out. All you're doing is realigning what you currently have your fitness goal okay you didn't get the gym is closed do some at-home workouts go for more walks go for more runs whatever you're trying to do you just have to realign it same financially too you say you are laid off like many of us are that doesn't mean that you have to give up completely on your financial goals now that just means that you're going to push it out a little bit further maybe just realign it to 
to something that's going to make sense to what your income level is now. Don't give up on the goals. It's the biggest thing is like, you set those goals at the beginning. Don't let yourself down and say, I'm done with it. Yeah. Don't just throw in the towel. I think a good thing too is, you know, maybe so for the house example, maybe you're not working financially. It might not make sense. It might not even make sense in February or March, but what can you do between now and then that is still going to get you closer to that goal? You can educate yourself. You can have a better understanding of what kind of home you want. Maybe you can have a better understanding of your finances. Maybe you can have, you know, there's a lot of different things that you can work on that can still be working towards that. Even though it's a financial goal, maybe you can work on learning some of the things. Maybe you can learn some of the process where you can save some money. Maybe you can, you know, do research on what kind of homes that you want so you have an even better understanding of what you're going to be looking for when you go to that. Have a better understanding. Do research on credit. Have such a good understanding there and work on building your credit. Really dial in on that because a better credit score is just going to make it a little bit easier of a process when you do dive into it. So there's a lot of different things that you can break down. You know, do research on nutrition. If you don't have the money or you know, to hire a coach or you don't have access to a gym right now, great. Do at-home workouts. Do research on nutrition. Really dial that kind of stuff in because that's still going to get you closer to your goal. But, you know, I mean, you can't just say, okay, one part of this isn't working, so I just, I'm giving up. Just don't do that. Don't throw in the towel because progress can still be made. Yeah. As difficult as it may be if you are unemployed right now and you and you're trying to figure out your finances in order to achieve goals, but right now you're like, well, I'm not going to try to figure that out because I'm just trying to stay afloat currently. It's difficult to, to look at it, but look at it in a positive perspective. Maybe this is the opportunity for you to get buckled down on your finances and to be more disciplined on your spending habits. Mm-hmm. Be like, this time, this opportunity, I don't have that extra income of my job, so I'm going to hold back on this. This is going back to saying no to certain things that you were talking about, that it's okay to say no, and because you're in a really difficult situation and think of it once we come out of this COVID stuff and you are making that money, you've, you've created good habits on how to say no to certain spending because you have a goal ahead of you. Yeah. To emphasize a little bit more on saying yes to stuff and saying no to stuff. When you have your goals in line, when you have your vision, when you have exactly what you want, you need to also teach yourself how to say yes to things that are going to help you achieve your goal and how to say no to things that are putting you back or holding you back from achieving your goal. So for example, your fitness goals, say you're trying to lose weight. Well, you're going to say yes to the gym. You're going to say yes to eating better. You're going to say yes to the green foods that you're eating. You're going to probably going to say no to that, uh, to those drinks Friday night. You're going to say no to deep fried food. You're going to say no to sitting around on the couch because you need to go to the gym or you need to go for a walk or for a run. So learning to differentiate between the what's getting you closer to your goal and what's not getting you closer to your goal is going to be something that's really key in achieving that to achieving that goal and being successful. And so create a game plan. When we don't have a clear game plan, we typically just tend to not do it. And that's where we fall off is not having the in-between steps from where you are now to the actual goal. So I'll give an example. If you're going to work out at 5 a.m. four days a week, say those days are going to be Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, 
if somebody asks you to go out for drinks late on a Thursday, are you going to say yes to that or are you going to say no to that? Because if you're going to get up early and go to the gym, you're probably not going to feel well after being out drinking late the night before. Even if you don't drink and you're up late. Yeah. That's huge. And so you need to have that clear expectation in your mind and say, okay, what am I saying yes to? What am I saying no to? What's non-negotiable? What do I need that's going to help me get from here to that goal? And you need to actually stick to it. So yeah, maybe if, maybe it's a surprise 50th birthday. There's always compromises. Yeah, there's a surprise 50th birthday party for your grandpa. And they want to do it Thursday night because that's the only time. And you know you're going to be up late. You're not going to be drinking, but you know you're going to be up late. Okay. Well, let's plan ahead. Maybe instead of Friday, you move that to Wednesday. So now you're going to go to the gym Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday morning, right? Say somebody wants to have those drinks with you, okay? Let them know, hey, I can't do it Thursday, but what if we do it next Tuesday, knowing that, hey, I don't get up and go to the gym at five on Wednesday mornings, so that's going to be the best fit for me. Or, hey, can we do it Saturday night? So really kind of figuring out where am I a hard yes, where am I a hard no, and where are the gray areas? Things like family emergencies, all that kind of stuff. Obviously those play in, but you need to actually create that expectation in your mind and say, okay, these are my non-negotiables. This is this is a hell yes for me. This is a hell no for me. This is a maybe. Because when we don't have a clear expectation of that, it's so easy to just on a whim, a friend's like, hey, let's go for drinks tonight. Okay, yeah. Boom, you're out and now you're getting yeah. shit-faced and then it, you got to be up in four hours. And that's not happening. I don't, if you go to the gym after a night out of drinking, you're a legend because wow. I cannot. Yeah. I cannot. So really having that clear expectation because when you don't, you're going to default to your old habits. A client and I just had this discussion the other night. We were talking about her, like we're coming up on 12 weeks with her and she's like, this is always what happens to me as three months is how long I make it. And she's like, I started falling back into old habits of not eating. And I was like, okay, so let's talk about it. The reason you're doing that is because one, that's what you're, you are telling yourself that, hey, it's always three months. You're focusing on that. You have to tell yourself that, hey, this time is different. Remember your why and say, hey, nope, this time I'm seeing this through. And when you're trying to fall back into those old habits, it's because that's your comfort, right? You're going, you're trying to default to your comfort. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, growth happens outside of your comfort zone. And so if you're really wanting to push for this, you're not going to be able to fall back into those old habits. And so you have to create new habits and you have to get very clear on, again, those yes, no's, and maybes, because that's going to help you stick to those goals. Um, there was a great story that I heard and it was on building habits. I just thought of it right now. There was a, I don't know what you would call him, the, the mentor and the, the, the student, they were walking through the forest and this is based around habits. And the mentor goes, tells the student, he's like, Hey, go rip that little seedling tree out of the ground. He's like, okay, cool. Rips it out. All right. They keep on walking. They're like, 
was how was that? And he's like, oh, it's easy. I just pulled it out. Okay. And then they see a little bit, a little bit bigger of a tree, a little, little, little pine tree just clo- growing in the forest. Then this one's probably about knee high. And he's like, okay, go over there, go rip that one out of the out of the ground. He's like, okay, rips it out, not a problem. Great. They do it again, but this time the tree's a little bit taller. And he's like, struggles a little bit more, still having a little bit harder time trying to rip it out of the ground. And finally, the student gets it out of the ground. He's like, oh, that one was really hard. And he's like, okay. And then the, as, a, as the mentor is looking at the student there, he's looking around at the whole forest. He's like, now I want you to rip out that, looking at this huge tree, this 50-foot tree that's already that's been there for 50 years. He's like, I want you to rip that out. He's like, I, I can't do that. That's not, in, that's not possible. He's like, those are what habits are like. The longer we do those habits, the longer we've created those habits, the, long, the more difficult it is to break those habits and to rip those out of the ground. So when you set those, set those habits now, it may be easy to break those habits now because they're so new. But over time, those roots are going to grow deeper. They're going to get stronger. The tree's going to grow. They're not going to rip out. It's going to be more difficult for somebody to push, push over your goals and rip that tree out. That's a great story. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. That's a great story. That's a great addition. Okay. The best part of achieving your goals. It's what the director says when a movie's about to start recording. Action. Action. Taking action. The action plan. Creating the action plan, not just taking action. Creating the plan. Because you know, y'all know by now, your girl's a planner. And if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. That's exactly right. So the action plan. So I heard this um, kind of analogy of creating the action plan to your goals of it's like a ladder. You wouldn't go from the bottom of the ladder to the top step, which is your goal, right? That's the complete. So you have to take steps to get there. And think of a ladder. A ladder is freaking huge. If you're trying to get to just that top one, you don't get to use any of those other ones. You're going to jump, fall, whack your face. I mean, I could I could come I'm, up. I'm like depicting somebody trying to climb up one of the poles on the yeah, side yeah. trying to get to the top. And just to add to that real quick before you dive in, when you were saying that, it's like you, you have a really big goal. You've set a really big goal for yourself, which is great. There's going to be a lot of steps in between. So mm-hmm. that's going to be a really big ladder. Yeah. And so we have to break them down into smaller bite-sized goals, smaller goals that are still going to get us to the bigger picture goal, right? And so we have to ask ourselves the when, the what, the where, the how, the who, and the why of, of every single goal. You need to break it down. So let's break down your fitness goal, okay? So I want to... And going back as well, this is something that we talked on the episode number two, making smart goals. So they need to be specific, measurable, achievable, or attainable, relevant, or realistic, and time-bound, right? So when you think of those specific goals, so I want to lose 15 pounds by December 31st, okay? So that's a smart goal. So when you're doing that, how are you going to get there? You're not just going to like... Okay, I want to do I it. I set this goal. I woke and close up. your eyes and <laughs> here it comes. Here it comes. Any minute now. No, you're going to have to do a lot of different things to get there. So what good habits do you need to put in place to help you get there? What skills do you need? You need probably some accountability. So how about you go out and find an accountability buddy? So think of your life. 
Shoot a text message to somebody who would be a good accountability buddy for you. Get that going, okay? That's one step. What else do you need to do? You need to work on consistency. So what can you do that's going to help you with consistency? Set an alarm that goes off every morning to get up and go to the gym. Just set that reoccurring alarm up now, okay? Maybe you don't even start there, right? We want to make make it as easy as possible because, again, creating those good habits as they become, you know, more and more deeper, more and more deeper, as they become as deeper. You, as you practice those habits more and more, the roots yes. get deeper. Thank you. That's where I was going. My mind is not there. So maybe you, you're, you're not even starting with working out. Okay. I'm going to start with, I'm going to go on a walk once a week. I want to walk once a week. Great. Cool. I walk this week. Awesome. Next week, I'm going to build on that. I'm going to go on two walks and I'm going to make each of them a mile long. Okay. Great. Now I've done that the following week. Now I'm going to do one 30 minute at home workout and I'm going to go on three walks. Awesome. I feel like I'm conquering that and I really enjoyed that workout. So the next week I'm going to do two workouts and three walks. Awesome. Now I'm going to work out from home four days a week and I'm going to hit 10,000 steps a day. That's, that's my fitness side of it. Awesome. We've created a very like great plan to get there. Now we just need to figure out when am I going to do this? I'm going to do it every evening. That seems to be the best time for myself, for my walks. Okay, once I start getting to my workouts, I'm going to start doing those workouts in the morning. So I'm going to set that alarm, have that in the morning. Where am I going to do it? I'm going to walk around my neighborhood so I feel safe. I'm going to work out at home for now. Okay, how am I going to do it? I'm going to do a YouTube workout. And walking, I'm going to do it with my dog. That's how I'm going to do it. Okay. Who am I going to do it with? My workouts? I'm going to do it alone, but maybe my accountability buddy is going to do it from her house at the same time. So we're going to text each other and we're going to somewhat do it together, but not together. And I'm going to do my walks with my dog. Why am I doing this? Because I want to feel better. I want to lose 15 pounds by December 31st. So this is my plan. Okay. So really breaking it down into You want to ease into a goal. A lot of times with specifically fitness goals, we think of going from zero to 100. When we feel overwhelmed, we don't do it at all. That's very, very typical. And that's why people fall off because it's so much easier to be like, eh, this is is too hard. One, they didn't have a clear plan. They were trying to take on too much. So really, even if you feel like this is ridiculous, my goal this week is walking once. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I'm telling you. Go for a walk once and build off of that. Create a game plan. Once you've mastered that, you keep moving. Okay, what else am I going to do? I'm going to drink. My end goal is to drink a gallon of water a day. Okay, but you're. I'll tell you right now, you're not going to go from drinking a cup like Pepsi at every meal to drinking a gallon of water a day. So how can you do that? I'm going to buy myself a fancy new water bottle and I'm going to drink one. Today, I'm going to drink one. I'm going to see how that goes. It was kind of tough, so I'm going to do the same thing tomorrow, okay? And then by the end of next week, I should be able to get two in. I'm going to get two in. Build up, okay? 
build up to it. What else am I going to do? I'm going to set little commitments to yourself. Be like, I'm going to drink my water before I drink my coffee. Exactly. I mean, setting those little non-negotiables again. Be like, hey, before I drink my coffee, I'm going to drink this water bottle. So that way you're pushing your water a little bit earlier in the day. Or maybe on the drive to work or your walk. You're like, I'm going to drink a water bottle before I get home. But on my walk or on my drive home or my drive to work, I'm going to finish this water bottle. So setting those different, those timestamps, like I'm going to start now and this is when I'm going to be done. Mm -hmm. is going to be really helpful in order to achieving that goal of drinking one gallon of water each day. You have a clear expectation. And then you're going to dive into nutrition. Okay. I'm not going to cut everything out. What I'm going to cut out is my Pepsi that I drink with every single meal. That's all I'm doing this week is cutting out that Pepsi. Okay. Then next week, I'm going to start just writing in a journal everything that I eat. I'm not even going to change anything. I'm still not drinking that Pepsi. I'm just going to write it out just so I can see what I'm eating. I almost guarantee you, you start writing down what you're eating, you're going to be way more aware of what you're putting in your mouth. All of those one little bites, all of those handfuls of this, handfuls of that, it you're it's going to be really eye-opening. So then from there, okay, you know what? I'm going to add in some protein at every meal. Great. I'm going to do that for two weeks until I master it. Once I've mastered it, now I'm going to add in two fruits, two servings of fruit and vegetables every single day. Okay, great. Now I'm going to build on that. Now I'm going to also focus on getting in more micronutrients. I'm going to work on getting in some more carbs to fuel my workouts. You just constantly progress from there, but you do not move to the next one until you have mastered the current one. And that is going to be what's going to get you from here to there. And I almost guarantee you having that clear expectation, not feeling overwhelmed, knowing your when, what, where, how, who, and why is going to help you have such a confidence in that goal and be like, I can totally do this. This is doable. You are way more likely to see that plan through if you have all of those things in place. Do you agree? I completely agree. And then as you were explaining that, it made me think of like, when we're kids, this, um, the monkey bars is like a goal. When you're a child and you walk up to those monkey bars, are you going to the middle of the actual monkey bars and trying to jump up and grabbing that first one? You can try. I mean, if you're tall enough, you might be able to, but I'm talking about when you're still like a toddler, you're four or five, six, seven years old. No, what you're going to do is you're going to find, you're going to look for the ladder. You're looking for that plan that's going to get you to your goal up top. You're going to climb that ladder and now you've gotten to the monkey bars. Well, now the next goal is to get to the other side. Mm-hmm. Are you going to, are you going to jump across? You can't jump across. Are you just going to hope and dream that it's going to happen? No, you're going to grab one, one rung one. at a time and you're going to get yourself across to the other side. And then you're, you've achieved your goal. Think of it as a child climbing monkey bars. Exactly. Let's break this also and create an action plan for somebody who wants to buy a home. So you want to buy a home. Okay. You're looking at it like, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't even know. One, okay, do you know your credit score? Maybe you have to, okay, how I need to do research and figure out how do I find my credit score, you know? So you do that. Then I need to get a better understanding of finances. So I'm going to talk to somebody in the finance industry, okay? And then I'm going to do research on the different kinds of mortgage loans that are out there. Then I'm going to do research on what kind of houses are on the market, doing all of these things, breaking them down into little bite-sized goals, okay? Not saying I'm going to 
I'm going to, we want to buy a home. So we're just going to start putting money into a savings account and hope it's enough. No, you need to get the, what skills do you need to inquire? So if you have to have a better understanding of credit, you need to do research. So that's step one. Okay, great. Where can I go for that? Credit Karma can give you your credit score. You can take a look at that. Great. Now go do that. Do that right now. That's a free one. Sit down, print that out. Then talk to your friend that's in finances. Get a better understanding. Have them explain this to you so you understand where you stand. Okay, great. Now I've achieved that one. So you set a meeting with them. You sit, you talk about where your credit score is, where it needs to be. They take a look at your credit report and they're like, hey, I would pay this off. I would pay this off. I would take a look at this great. Now I know I need to pay all of these items off. So now that's another goal that I need to sit down and break down into bite-sized pieces. Okay. Which item do I pay off first? Which one am I paying higher interest on? How much are we going to pay towards this a month? What's realistic? Okay. Let me look at my budget. I need to take a look at this budget and see where can we cut costs to put towards this? You know, are we paying too much for cable? All of these things. So Hopefully this is making sense and this is like kind of clicking for you, taking each step and building that ladder for each step. It seems like a lot, but if you have a clear plan in place, you're way more likely to execute on that plan and you're going to come in way more educated if you have a better understanding and if you've done this for every single step right? And so having that plan in place of that when, what, where, how, who, why, that is going to make a world of a difference. You're just going to have so much more confidence. And when you start achieving these goals, I guarantee you, you're going to build confidence from that. And that's going to build momentum for you, which is going to make you and propel you to just keep going. You're going to start to look at other aspects in your life and to see what else you can either improve on or what else, what other goals you can achieve. Because you might even, after doing something like this, you might look and be like, take a step back at your current situation and be like, you know what, I can really improve. I can really improve this in my life right now. I'm going to work on this now and do the same thing and make it better. So when you start making everything in your life better and, and achieving new goals, you're only building yourself up even more. You're growing yourself. And when you start growing yourself, you're growing the people around you, which I think is really important, especially for those parents that are there out there that have young children. They see this and they see you doing these things. You're only teaching them how to do it at a such younger age versus you being older. Yeah, I think it's really huge too. Like, you know, for somebody who's never set a goal, set a goal for themselves, you need to start so small. Take, take the, the, the best way I can describe it, like really small. Like if you had a huge burger in front of you, now I'm talking about food cause I'm super hungry. Me too. If you had a huge burger in front of you, you're not going to try to stuff the whole thing in your mouth to finish it. Right? No, you're going to take a bite at a time and you're going to take another bite. You're going to chew it up. You're going to marinate it. You're going to swallow do it again, do it. Again. That's what goals are like. Set these goals for yourself and take a small bite out of it each time that you go through it. And then you'll eventually it'll be gone. You'll, you'll have achieved your goal. It feels like it takes longer to get there. But when we take those small steps to getting towards a bigger goal, we don't get overwhelmed and you're way less likely to fall off on pursuing the goal. Because how many times have we set a goal and maybe gotten a little bit closer, but never achieved it. And how many times have you done that with that same goal? How many times have you tried to lose that 15 pounds 
every each year new year's. every new year's resolution you know and now instead of 15 it's a new year and now you got 20 because yeah. you backtracked so really stop and think okay what am i missing in this am i missing a plan like you can set all the goals in the world for yourself you can and that's great that's that's a great step that's still a step but have you created the plan to getting there have you made have you really grown that clarity on how you're going to get from here to there. And that's the difference in achieving those goals. And not getting overwhelmed is breaking it down into bite-sized pieces and really just, okay, I'm going to hash this out. I'm going to do this. And putting timelines on those. Don't let things just get pushed to the back. Have those set reminders in your phone. Set, um, you know, things to go off on your calendar to say, hey, where are you at with X goal? you know, and have those randomly popping up. We've done that before. And mm -hmm. that's really eye-opening because it's like, wow, I said I was going to read six books this year. It's June. I should be, you know, coming up on my third book and I have not picked up a book this year. So yeah, that reminder pops up. You should be three books in. You're like, oh, hello. Wow. Okay. There we go. We got some work to do. So doing little things like that. And I think we talked about all of that in yeah. episode two. I haven't listened to that episode in a while, but go back, listen to that. A lot of good information, but really trying to make it crystal clear for yourself. Because a lot of times when we don't have a clear plan, we don't know what to do next. And it's just like, oh, okay, well. It's easier just to stay where you're at and to not do it, to not go after it. So what is it? People will choose unhappiness over uncertainty. uncertainty. And it's so true. It so. is. So create that clear plan for yourself, set those goals and slay the hell out of them. Yes. And for all of you that started those goals in the January, you still got the rest of this year to achieve those goals. For all of you listening to this for the first time, you can start now and still achieve major results by the end of this year and pushing forward. And this is a great way to start your 2021. And I will tell you this too, you know, COVID has financially affected a lot of people. But as far as, you know, if you were somebody who was laid off unemployment, getting that extra $600 a week, I'll tell you this, my sister was, she was a college, she, well, she is a college student. Her job decided not to come back. She worked for the college and they said, Hey, we're not going to do it this year because of COVID. So she was unemployed this summer. She was making almost, almost as much as I am. And I'm not going to disclose how much I make, but I make a good amount of money. And she was making almost as much as me on unemployment. And so maybe you need to take a look and say, okay, yes, I was unemployed. Yes, it may have been less than I was making, but I also wasn't going out and eating out. Fuel costs, driving to work and yeah. back home. Take going really out with people for dinners and drinks. Exactly. That adds up. Really evaluate. Okay. Like, is that just an excuse? You know, maybe I made $200 less a month, but take a look at how much less you spent. Don't use it as an excuse like, oh, well, I was laid off and I was on unemployment. Okay, but is that an excuse? Really take a look, you know, and I will say this, and I feel bad saying this, but I'm going to be honest, you know, COVID was kind of a financial blessing for us. My business has been thriving in COVID because now more than ever, people are wanting to take care of their health because it's been really eye-opening to say like, you know what? The people who aren't getting as sick with, with COVID are the ones who are taking care of their health. And so that's been 
that's been a really big blessing, you know, for people wanting to actually take their health serious. And for, for that, we, it's been a little bit of a blessing for us, but I'll also tell you, we have been very disciplined with our finances during this time. Very disciplined. We have been hashing out different costs that we, we sat down at the beginning of this and said, Hey, we're going to try to pay this off. We actually hit that goal before we you know, we set a goal. We knew it was realistic. We knew it was like a little aggressive, but also realistic. And we, we said, Hey, we're going to do this. We actually achieved it before we said we were going to. And that's because we created a plan. We had a clear expectation and we let nothing else get in the way. And so maybe that's something for you. You know, I, I completely understand it's been such a hard time for different people getting sick financially, you know, stressed, not working, all of that, but really take a look and say, okay, what are the positives here? What are the things that I can control and what can I do? What are the controllables? You know, you may not be able to control if your job lays you off again. You know, I know some people are getting hit with a second wave of layoffs and you may not have control over that, but okay, you do have control over taking a look at your finances and figuring out, okay, where can I cut costs? What can I do to save some money? And how am I going to better align with my goals with my current situation? And so I challenge you to also do that. You know, I know times are tough, but don't let excuses get in your way, set aggressive goals and create a plan and pursue them. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. That's pretty much all we have for you, unless, unless you have That's something else. That's all she wrote. So right now, take take action. If this is the first time you listen to this, make those goals, set those goals. If you were down on, down on yourself because of COVID and because of everything going on and you kind of let loose a little bit on your goals, right now is time to tighten let's back up. Let's pick back up. Let's, let's get this going. Let's achieve those goals. Let's go. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. If you like this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings, in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondofarius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.